Hey, it's Melaine Lee, and you found your way to the Divine Goddess Revolution podcast. This podcast is no ordinary podcast. It is for women looking to thrive, not just survive. It's for women looking to learn how to really unlock and unleash that divine light within so that they can rock their inner goddess on a daily basis. The experts will be featured from all over the world, supporting you in becoming that badass divine goddess that you were born to be. Hey you guys, I'm so excited about this episode with Sasha Sterling. She is an amazing entrepreneur, an amazing mother. And why I really wanted her is because I've seen firsthand her explode in her business. I've seen her retire her husband. I've seen her walking the talk. We actually met in a mastermind last year that we were both being coached in. And I just really always admired her from afar. And I'm so excited that we can just jam out on some real and raw conversations about being a mother, about being an entrepreneur. She is nothing short of amazing. She has events that she hosts. She has programs that are really supporting mothers, helping mothers, all about really allowing them to have a both-and conversation as well. So enjoy this episode and be sure to look Sasha Sterling up. She's amazing. Sasha, so wonderful to have you on my podcast today, and especially because it's the Mom Entrepreneur Edition, I couldn't think of a better person to have join this season. Oh, thank you so much, Melaine. I'm so excited to be here with you and your community. Mm, yeah, I really appreciate you taking the time out because I know that being an entrepreneur is is busy, and then also on top of it being a mother. Um, it can be an abundantly full schedule. So I appreciate you carving out some time to be with us. And do you want to share with the audience? Because I just think it's so unique in how you really transformed your life as well as what you're doing for other mothers out there. Do you want to just kind of hum a few bars on what you do for a living as an entrepreneur and how you really support other women in creating the same kind of dynamic in their life? I would love to. So I support women in creating income and impact with their own business and specifically online business, whether you're a coach or you're a network marketing professional or you make your own arts and crafts or print your own t-shirts. The internet is incredible in allowing us to monetize in less time with more profit so that we can really live a full life and be present mamas. That's so awesome. And I think that it's so important because I I don't know about you, but I know for myself. Now, I came into the motherhood. I was already an entrepreneur, and then I came into motherhood. So I kind of feel grateful about that dynamic. But I know that there's a lot of mothers out there that, you know, perhaps aren't entrepreneurs or weren't entrepreneurs when they had their children. And so I think that having that option to go into the entrepreneur world is really great because it gives you the ability to be around your kids more and to create your own schedule and flexibility. So for any of the mothers that are out there listening in that might be in a nine to five that they don't particularly love and want to go into 
being able to stay home with their children, but kind of feel stuck and they don't really know the next steps to take. Is there any steps or advice that you would give to them? Oh my, well, to go from working full time to being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, ooh. So I never had that happen either. <laughs> I was, um, I have been an entrepreneur, um, you know, the whole time, although I have clients who shift from working full time and being mamas to having their own part time online business to be able to replace their day job and get home with their families. I personally, you know, retired my husband from businesses that were like jobs mm-hmm. where he was out of the house 80 hours a week with my part time online coaching business. So it's 100% possible. Absolutely. It definitely is. Uh, it takes it takes a firm decision that you're doing this, that you are going to be your own boss, that you're going to replace your income or your partner's income to really live life according to your values and the vision you have for your family. And so, number one, it's get really, really clear on your why and what you want. And so many women I talk to think they know what they want, but really their vision. And not all, but a lot of women's vision has been influenced greatly by what they think they should want, by their partner, their parents, their friends. And so getting honest without worrying about consequences, no one needs to read this or hear your thoughts, really get honest around what do you want? Like, like seriously, like what do you, the woman, want? <laughs> like who, you, you mm. with no influences. From there, when we get very honest about what you want, separate from other people's opinions and then it's time to empower that with a plan and a coach really got to have support and you've got to have a proven plan otherwise people can spin their wheels trying to become you know trying to create success in business for decades with no results it's like going on a road trip you're in new york city and you're saying i'm going to california you're all excited and you get in the car and you just go without a map without knowing your destination Technically, you could be driving around the country in circles for your whole life, <laughs> or you can knock out your roots <laughs> and get there in as little as seven days. Same thing in business. Mm. It's, you know, I think so many people are afraid to admit they're a beginner or look yeah. stupid or invest, but oh my goodness, I was an entrepreneur for three and a half years with my husband before, and we created great success, but then we lost it all. And that's when we hired a coach. What if we had hired a coach right from the beginning? I mean, I can't imagine where we'd be now. So it's really those three simple steps. Get connected with what you really want. Anything is possible, truly, in today's world. Anything is possible. And then get find a coach who you believe in and empower that vision with a plan and just reverse engineer the route. Then got to just think into it takes time. Give yourself great. You know, transformation takes time. So follow a plan. And if you're doing that with support, it's a matter of when you achieve your result, not if. This is so good, Sasha. Like, I couldn't agree with you more. And thank you for sharing those, you know, simple steps. I won't necessarily say that they're easy because I think for Mm. me in the beginning, one of the most challenging steps to take was hiring, hiring that business coach. I think it feels like such a massive leap um, to invest and to really stretch yourself that way. But once you do it the first time, it gets easier and easier and easier. And it's a quite quite a simple step, but that first step can sometimes be a little challenging. But yeah, I agree with you. I think that that clarity around the why and having that mentorship or that coaching, it's like you don't have to reinvent the wheel. They have a proven plan that has worked for them. You want to find someone that has that proven plan that's worked for them. 
and then follow that strategy. And I think, you know, I like the other piece that you said was like, give it time too, because I think a lot of people might apply a strategy and it won't work. And then they think, oh, well, that doesn't work now. I'm going to go to something else. And my experience has been the strategy works. It's just sometimes I'm not in full alignment with maybe the messaging that I'm putting into the strategy or my energy might have been whatever. And so if I reapply, 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 eventually I get the results I'm looking for. And I, and I know that you are someone that would likely agree with this because I know you're doing a particular strategy nine times this year to hit your goal, which is, I think, so inspiring. And so it's, it's so important to have someone that has those strategies that they can give you. Absolutely. And, you know, you're such a seasoned entrepreneur. And so, you know, (laughs) just like anyone, there's like a big endless buffet table of strategies out there. (laughs) You know, there are so many awesome coaches, communities, plans. Um, So it's not about anyone being right or wrong, but it is, especially at the beginning, my greatest recommendation is do your research, trust yourself, but then pick one plan and coach and then put the blinders on. Like don't try to do 10 strategies at once. You know, it took me three and a half years with one coach mastering one plan until I felt like, okay, now I've got this. I can keep rinsing, repeating this. It's in my toolbox. I can pull on it anytime. And now I get to roll in another strategy. So I think especially with the internet, we're seeing the highlight reel of other people's lives and businesses. And it can, it can be very deceiving that how simple it looks. But really, as you said, there's, it's simple, yet it takes time. There's, we're going to win with it. Yeah. We're going to fail with it. It's going to be frustrating. And, you know, business is not for the weak. Business is for the courageous and failure is baked in to success. And it is, you know, it really is, it's, I've learned to fall in love with the journey. It's definitely not about the destination because as a growth oriented person, person, there's always a new destination, you know, once I achieve a goal. Mm-hmm. So it is about falling in love with the journey so that we can be happy and present as mothers alongside our pursuit of business results. And that's why, you know, I was very trepidatious investing with one coach because she was a brand new mom and my kids were already like five and six. And so I was like, Ooh, some of the coaching I was hearing was a little bit like, she just doesn't get it yet. You know, but I knew she's a new mom. She'll get it. And it was so funny that, you know, and beautiful to watch just how the coaching did change as her baby became a toddler. And, you know, so choosing wisely who we're allowing to guide us and coach us and give us tough love and encouragement is very important. Very, very important, especially Mm -hmm. as a new entrepreneurial mom. If you're more seasoned as an entrepreneur, I think, you know, you've already built up a little bit of that thick skin. But at first, I remember how vulnerable I was as a brand new coach, as a brand new entrepreneur. Felt so risky, you know. So it took so much courage to put myself out there, you know, and say I was a coach and even put my photo online. So you know, choosing a coach wisely based on the season of business you're in and your personal development is so important as well. So you're empowered up instead of shut down. This is such a really powerful message, Sasha. Especially just the the message of the courage that it takes to really be not only a mother but also an entrepreneur and the steps that it takes in being an entrepreneur and how vulnerable it can be, especially when you're first starting out. And, you know, I agree with you. I think that when you're choosing someone and all the coaches I've ever chosen have always been mothers 
as I'm like even reflecting back, as I have always been mothers, because I knew that that was the path that I wanted to take even before I was a mother. And so I really wanted to have that aspect of, okay, so she kind of knows what it's like. Like my current business coach, she's a mother of a son that's a toddler and I just had a son. So I knew that she'd have that kind of under her belt, like, how do I transition after maternity leave? How do I do maternity leave? How do I, you know, so now I kind of have someone that knows, okay, do this strategy, do that. And like when I'm on maternity leave and having these moments of, do I even want to do business anymore? And she's like, just don't make any decisions right now. You know, it's great to have someone that had been down the path as a mother, as an entrepreneur, and that has that that seasoning so that they can kind of see ahead of the exit and say to you, Hey, don't get off the, don't get off this exit on the highway. Wait, wait, there's another one coming up and you'll be able to do it there. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Oh my gosh. It's so true. Oh my goodness. You know, I love that. Such a good example. And yeah, you're such an inspiration as you know, you're doing it. Entrepreneurial mama, Mm -hmm. new baby, maintaining your podcast. You know, it's such a great example you're also not pretending to be superwoman. You know, you, you and I were talking before yeah. you hit record, like that you get to enroll support, you know, you get to have support, yeah. you you know, it's not all the Malene being superwoman show, you know? And so I think sometimes too, some entrepreneurial mamas out there online can help, can cause some comparison traps for women who are like, Oh, she's doing it all, raising six kids and homeschooling with no nanny. But I have one kid and I do need support. So we're all different, you know, and just giving ourselves permission to have our needs met, whatever that looks like, time off, nanny, enroll help, work very part time on this, give ourselves more time, whatever that is. I even know one woman with a new, and some women might judge me on this, even sharing the story. She had a new baby, brand new baby, but she was so committed to her business success that she moved her mom into the house and her mom raised the kid during the weekdays and she went and lived at the mother's house during the weekdays for six months and she only came home on the weekends to get her business up and she did and she created a multiple six-figure income so that she could quit her job wouldn't have to go back to corporate and brought her mm. husband home and now they're multi-million dollar earners in china so wow. yeah and that's a, such a powerful example to me around like being so clear around what your values are and priorities are and being willing to do what it takes to make it happen and not yeah. worrying about other people's judgment, like enrolling other people into the vision. And that's a pretty extreme version, but it has a really powerful mm. ending. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. But it's also, I mean, anyone that has judgment likely is there's some probably jealousy underneath that. And there's probably other stuff that needs to be healed that's coming up. But I mean, I'm in awe of that because I think what I, what comes up for me is that, wow, that person's very clear on their value system knows exactly what they want and loves their child enough because how hard it is for a mother to separate from a child that early on loves their child so much that says, you know what, I got to do this because I want to have a different life. I don't want to bring and raise my child up in a environment that there's scarcity or no, we can't do that because there's not enough. And so I'm going to make this sacrifice right now. I mean, that's pretty powerful. And like, you know, you were saying you're retired, your your husband, I'm retiring my fiance, soon to be husband, mm-hmm. soon next year. And it's really yeah. powerful. And that meant like, okay, so if I'm going to supplement your income. That means that I have to hit these certain goals. That means that I have to, yes, I work from home and my child's in the same house, but I 
you know, there's some days that I won't get to see him as much as I want to because I have this goal so that we don't have to hire a nanny. And instead, my husband can be with my children, you know, and we can be together and travel and do more things. So I think it's a pretty powerful message. And the paradigm, I think, is really shifting on women really stepping into being a provider. I, actually, this is a great question for you, Sasha. For you, like, retiring your husband, mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot of women right now out there that are retiring their husbands and that are the breadwinners and this paradigm shift is happening. And for me, at least, I didn't, I didn't have that example at home. How has it been, you know, being the breadwinner and retiring your husband, like, to walk through any conversations in your mind that might come up. Cause I know for me, I'll just, before you answer, say that it's, it feels great that I can do this, but I also sometimes have resentment and anger that comes up. Like you were supposed to be the one doing this. Like this is how, <laughs> isn't it the guy that's supposed to be doing this shit? Like why am I doing yeah. it? But once I healed that yeah. conversation, cause that was clearly a victim, it really freed up so much energy and space and my business expanded more, but I was wondering what has come up for you. Yeah, that is such a good question, Melaine. And thank you for being so honest because I think more women need to talk about mm-hmm. this. I actually have a summit coming up yeah. called Women's Anger, um, exploring mm. the source of women's anger. How do we use women's anger? And actually, I do think that it's women's anger that is fueling the retire your husband movement because women mm. are needing to be seen, be heard. We're stretching out of like oppression at such a grand scale. And so there's this pursuit of self-actualization that many women are doing that work through entrepreneurship. And then simultaneously, the transformation available right now to men is to recontextualize what it means to be a man and a father and a husband. So there's a lot of unknown that we're all in (laughs) for those of us who are taking this on. And it's really sacred work. It's also very intense work. I definitely, when I, I get that sometimes too, where I get resentful and I'm like, oh my God, like, although my husband's great, like he's transitioned the family to veganism. He's gotten the kids off sugar. It's all raw, gluten-free. He's a great dad. He's has the most amazing relationships with our daughters now, whereas before he was working all the time, you know, like it's amazing the relationships that they're building because he's so present. He's also able to be on purpose as a musician and, you know, he's quote unquote retired now, but life is long. He'll, he'll go into some purpose work at some point, but it will be out of desire, not necessity, which is huge, um, which is reducing male resentment on the family and women. Mm -hmm. And then I noticed for myself, the source of my anger and, and resentment always coincides with fear of, am I enough? So it's only when I have stress around hitting a sales goal or like recently my father died in a very tragic way. And I really just started operating at a lower capacity in business and my sales numbers dropped understandably because I stopped sales and selling. <laughs> and I was like, you know, yeah. I started to get, and I have a flexible business. So it allows for that, right? No one's telling me I have to do anything. And so it's like that self-motivating drive to cover the employees and the household and all the things. And it got a little crunchy there a couple months ago. And so I was like, okay, I've got to really recommit. And that's actually why, and I, I won't go too much on a tangent, I'm actually really a big fan of creating multiple streams of income off of your one online business. The two I endorse is yeah. coaching, which is services, which is fast cash, and also aligning with a network marketing company. I It's amazing my residual check with my network marketing company off of my same online business. So I really endorse multiple streams of income to create diversity for these types of moments when life happens, new babies, 
things happen, death, you know, all life is happening all the time. So for me, the resentment comes when I'm afraid. Can I do this? Am I enough? All of this pressure is on me. But that the thing is, I chose this path. I chose it to prove to myself that I am enough and that I am capable. And I, I see a lot of women in business that that is, a, and, and of course, we attract who we are, but I see it in such a grand scale that I feel like it has to be a wave of, you know, we're just, we're doing some pretty amazing work as entrepreneurial women. So anyway, I don't have mm. any solid answers, but those are my, um, you know, awarenesses on the subject. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I love all of this conversation. I just think it's a conversation that needs to be opened up and needs to be explored and needs to just be okay to be out on the table and for women to share in this, hey, what's coming up for you? And I really, something that you said was, and as you were talking, I was like, oh yeah, that's exactly what goes on with me as well, is that when I'm in fear, like, oh shit, I'm not going to hit my numbers or you know, this isn't going to sell. Will this sell? Oh, no, the summit's not doing as well as I thought or whatever. Then I yeah. turn to him and go, you should be doing this. You should be <laughs> the one that's making, you know, because I'm yeah. just afraid I'm not going to hit my numbers. And, yeah. you know, he's such a great guy because he's like, this has nothing to do with me. This has to do with you're afraid you're not going to hit your numbers. And he like, he knows what's going on. And then it's great because we get to have this conversation and then I heal on a deeper level again, and then I get to step up and I have a breakthrough and all that amazingness. But it's just good for women to be talking about this anger and resentment and identifying the root of it so that we can heal it, so that we can support each other, and so we can create space for, you know, new action or solution to come through. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, totally. Oh, I love this conversation. I could keep going on with you. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> it's so juicy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Sasha, where can the ladies that are listening in find more about you? I know you have a ton of series coming up this year, and I know you have a couple of great offerings that you are gearing up to share. Where can they find all of that? Absolutely. You know, you can visit me over at my website, SashaSterling.com. And I spell my name S-A-C-H-A-S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G. And there's tons of free offers on there. And you can see more about, you know, programs, but I'd love to connect with you. So pop on over there. You can also find me on Facebook. Awesome. I encourage you guys to do so. All of that will also be on the show notes. So you can just go back to the website and uh, look at the show notes and that'll all be there for you. And Sasha, thank you so much for taking time out today and just sharing with us some of the things that really support you as a mother and entrepreneur. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Melaine, for having me on and for the awesome work you're doing. Oh, my pleasure, too. It's really just, it's really just fun. <laughs> it's really just fun to do. <laughs> and if it wasn't, I think I'd stop. So <laughs> um, I get it. My pleasure to have you. <laughs> Awesome. And ladies, thank you so much for listening in. Truly appreciate you being here. Until next time, have an amazing day. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed creating it with Sasha. 
Make sure you share this with people that you know it would resonate with, that you know it would support. And rate and review us. Rate and review us. Uh, you can just hop over to iTunes, scroll down, and rate and review us because we really need to get this message out, especially for mothers, especially for that are mothers that are thinking about being mothers. These conversations are so important, you guys. So help us out. And we're sending you so much love. Bye for now.